You're listening to the Blender Animation Studio Podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Do you every now and then get a little bit lonely, tired, nervous, and or terrified? Then turn around bright eyes towards the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org. Joining us today is Andy Goralczyk. Hello. Julian Kasper. Almost. Almost. Pablo <laughs> Fournier. Hello. And I'm Matthew Almost, and here's your host. Me! Yeah. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, yeah. We don't have Francesco <laughs> to do the thing. So, uh, yeah, this is first time, first time hosting. Nice. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Good How stuff. do you feel? Do you feel prepared? Uh, no, I do not feel prepared. And I feel like I am the least um, qualified person to be a host for anything like this. Perfect. Okay. So That's great. Go. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Work on your weaknesses. Right on. <laughs> All right. Uh, first topic. I want to hear about Sculpt January or Sculptinary, <laughs> yeah, as we call yeah. it in the hood. The segue yeah, many is different just totally broken. There's right no segue. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Who cares? Hey, it's January <laughs> on that topic. It's January, the start <laughs> hey. of the year, and I'm crippling myself, isn't that uh, nice? <laughs> so no. uh, for those I'm that fine. don't know, Sculpt January is? Yeah, it's basically a sculpting contest where the go- it's like the sculpting version of Inktopa, basically, uh, where you have to complete 31 sculptings and... In 31 days. That's insane. Yeah, it's insane. It there's a fi- there's a calendar of topic that get uh, of topics that gets released uh, ahead of time, a few days. So you have uh, just just a couple of days to prepare, and then uh, it's go time. And uh, yeah, <laughs> one month of uh, speed sculpting. Yeah, that sounds difficult, especially if you have a full time job already. Yeah, yeah, and there's or not much family time. and or you know hobbies or friends or anything. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm uh, kind of in a, a comfortable position where I don't have like my family around or something. Oh, that's no, great. No great, uh, up, like uh, something that, that I have to take that, care of. Nobody that love me. <laughs> nobody loves me. I'm, I'm all alone in the corner sculpting. Yeah, I can just uh, stay here all night. No one will care. Oh, sounds <laughs> great. You're living the artist's dream. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. perfect. There needs to be some <laughs> angst if you're an artist, right? You gotta, yeah, yeah. Gotta, Take those feelings and kind of push it into art. Yeah. So <laughs> you way to go. have you done it like every single day now? Uh, there were a couple of days that I skipped. Yeah, as of it, right it now, always it's happens. The, it, I'm already two days behind. Just <laughs> oh no, okay. it's the fifteenth right now as we record. It, it's, or? Oh, what day 18th. is it? It's it's the eighteenth. It's the eighteenth. Whoa, the eighteenth. Okay. Mm-hmm. The the last topic that I need to do is the fifteenth right now. I think. Wow. Okay. Right. Wow. The sixteenth. The sixteenth. Yeah. Still yeah. pretty impressive. Um, at this yeah. point, I would be working on my January 2nd thing. You know, <laughs> there's a reason why I'm not doing it. Yeah, in the week, it's difficult, but I try to keep the, like, the topics very simple, very mm. uh, simple little sculpts. And then at the, at the weekend, I'm trying to catch up. And you're so, an admin for this thing. Yeah, yeah. Since, uh, since this year, I'm now an admin of the group. Uh, made uh, also a couple of tutorials for, for the site just awesome. be- because we have like a Sketchfab sponsorship and uh, I'm doing a lot of Sketchfab stuff and I thought, okay, why not combine the two and uh, talk about yeah. some things? And yeah, I basically acla- uh, explained my setup that I, I'm using for this year. So yeah, I'm uploading all, all of my sculptings to Sketchfab every day which is also uh, crazy and takes a huge amount of time extra. <laughs> so where would people go online to find out more? 
Um, basically anywhere, I guess. Uh, sketch, okay, you heard him here. Yeah. <laughs> Go anywhere. <laughs> uh, uh, I I posted on Facebook, um, on either my Facebook profile or Facebook page on ArtStation. I'm also mm -hmm. I also started the blog feature there, so I'm keeping everything up to date over there too. Yeah. And then also, of course, Sketchfab, where I upload every single entry. You should just and search for hashtag sculpt January yeah, or yeah, sculpt. Yeah. There, 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 there's a hashtag actually it's just sculpt january 18 okay but, yeah. but there is uh, like an official website right oh yeah there's this. an official website it's uh, it's running um through the weekly cg challenge website mm -hmm. they they kind of merged that that was mm. a different group but kind of by the same people do you know the url to that website yeah it's a uh, weekly cg challenge.com oh okay nice yeah. Mm. yeah 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 and that reminds me of <laughs> <laughs> So, such an alternative take on this whole uh, Inktober thing. Speaking yeah. of alternatives, the agent alternative <laughs> ending is here. Can you believe it? Wow, I yeah. can't. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It's called Rewind, I guess. Yeah, that's what we call it. We released it yesterday. And uh, so far, great receptions. A lot of people saying... This thing is the better than the original ending. To that, I say, well, you know, maybe, but it's um, so interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. But the, the problem is, of course, it's you know, like those two endings. They are uh, they strike a different tone at the end. Of course, one is more like serious, bigger cliffhanger, more Bond esque, I guess, more badass. Um, the other one more like lighthearted, clumsy. Um, you know, more more of that kind of comedy beat. The problem is, you undercut the tension that's there. So um, if this thing were a feature film, for example, or a longer film, and this just happened to be the end of that scene, then it would be great to have that kind of com comedic under undercut at the end for that tone. And then from there, you take another scene and then, you know, that scene can be a little bit more serious. But since it's a, just this one proof of concept and that's like the final tone, it was very hard for us to justify that kind of <laughs> alternative ending. And but you kind of want to have people leave, uh, leave like and want, wanting more. Yeah, yeah, wanting more. Yeah, exactly. Of the whole thing. Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel that the the alternative ending is more on character with the agent. Like he would do something yeah. maybe not as bad as. as <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He would like he would build up towards it, and you were you were thinking, man, this guy he has an idea. I'm not sure what it is, yeah. but he's got a good idea. And then that thing is just, you know, so you just subvert your expectations a little bit. But I mean, like from the character from the comic books, he's like, he's not a total idiot or so. No, no, no Like yeah. he would be thrown into water and then he would survive down there for hours by... Uh, Finding like a, a Starbucks straw and like breathing through it. No, I, I was thinking of the one where he sucks uh, the, the remaining air from the bicycles that are underneath <sighs> there. Mm, yeah. And then he's like, yay, there's a car tire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's wow. like a very creative person. Um, he's not, he's not Bond, you know, like he's not, he doesn't have like laser, laser gadgets and all these things that just kind of, can't um, afford. Yeah, exactly. He can't afford it. Uh, but also just like, it's, it's, it's almost like a cheat. You come up to an obstacle and if you can just use these gadgets to kind of, you know, take the problems away, then it's, it's a little bit too easy, even though it, you know, explosions follow and all that stuff. So it's supposed to be a little bit more creative. Mm. Um, of course, the problem is when you have something that's this short, and you have a character that's supposed to be dancing on the line of like, you know, a little bit funny, but it's kind of serious. But he's kind of creative, but sometimes that backfires. And, you know, so many facets yeah. of this character, it's really hard to combine it into this one three-minute thing. Yeah, especially in a short film. Yeah, exactly. 
So, you know, you have to kind of pick and choose. And uh, if you just, if we just end super silly and people fe- feel like, oh, he lost, you know, he got captured and he's like, you know, and, 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 and you know, he's never going to su- survive it. And it doesn't feel like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta see how this turned out. It's, uh, Anyways, uh, he gets creative at the, in the original one. Oh yeah, he that's gets, true. Uh, yeah. He gets like the spray and it, all the stuff, you know, so. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Um, there is also just the notion we've talked about this is that um, if you know you you maybe perhaps you think that oh man like this is so funny the alternative ending that it should have been the original uh, problem is that you probably think it's so funny because you already now know what should have happened yeah, yeah so so if you don't, if you hadn't known that then maybe this wouldn't have struck you as funny as it is so you know that's that's a kind of fine line you got to play with mm. yeah. So yesterday we made a, a live stream, mm-hmm. like publishing the whole thing. And we had some interesting questions. Like, uh, I remember one of them was like, how many alternative endings were there? Oh, so yeah. I remember like you guys were thinking of a couple. Yeah, we were thinking of a few of them. Um, when Colin uh, kind of came along and uh, like one of his pitches, well, I think his main pitch for the entire thing, especially like revolved around the ending of like building towards this mechanism of a flamethrower. And, you know, like all the puzzle pieces were there roughly, yeah. but you like, you had to kind of shove it in a little bit. And then but justify everything. Yeah, exactly. So we had to kind of, in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we had to kind of work our way into it. Uh, but I thought it was like a good idea. It's like, but you have that idea of, well, uh, you, you need to pull it off. You know, that's the tricky part. But it, because if it looks just this, it looks like this implausible thing that just happened out of nowhere, then it feels like, oh, you just, he got into a problem and then magic, you know? Mm. So it had to be a little bit grittier than that. But I think mm. we managed, but it's true though. We we had multiple ideas for a more casual ending or even just like cutting. I mean, I think Ton was a, always a big proponent on just zooming in on the guy. He has an idea and then you just cut and you have H in three, two, seven. Yeah, Which, person having an idea. Yeah, person <laughs> having an idea. You know, come back for more ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really happy that we pulled off the the complicated, the more complicated one because yeah. we were like always thinking, oh, fire is <laughs> like, can we do that? Yeah, it's like so, we yeah. walk out of that room going, hey, Andy, what's up, buddy? Can you do some fire yeah. stuff? And, yeah. <laughs> it's just fine, but I'm 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 like now we're more confident going for the more badass yeah. kind of thing. Which uh, yeah, it's good that we 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 tried it and we went for it. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, don't really regret going that down that path. It's it's good. No. Um, speaking of paths, <laughs> uh, kinda pose library. <laughs> uh, that wasn't a good. Uh, mm. Speaking of words, starting with P, pose library. <laughs> okay, We're gonna send you back to moderator. Class. Yeah, I got. I know. <laughs> gonna get demoted or get the segue. Repeat the segue segment. Oh, re- there's gonna be a whole segment. Okay. It's a. It's a Completely out of the blue, there's a segment of how you do the best segways in a show. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Because it needs actually explaining. So that's, that's pretty bad. Anyway, uh, post library. So um, this is like a topic that I wanted to talk about real briefly. So for spring, we had the, or actually for the agent, we I kind of wanted this poser library to be made. And, and, you know, I was too busy. I had too many things going on. So I couldn't properly like ask a developer to work on it with me and all that stuff. Uh, I, I did get Cibran to take a uh, add-on that was made by uh, Jasper van 
Neuenhausen. Neuenhausen. Yeah, I just, it's a, it's a, that's a, a mouthful. <clears throat> a man is a mouthful. Ja- Jasper of Newtown. Ma- or Newhouse. Yeah, Newhouse. Newhouse, that's right. Um, and he, he updated it just a little bit, uh, just enough so we could kind of use it. And I, I made this post library, character library and whatnot to kind of w- work with it. And it helped out a lot, even though it was, you know, it, it never got around to becoming this 100%, you know, um, perfect thing where like every post is perfect and whatnot. You always had to nudge it a little bit and work with it. Uh, but it was good enough for production. So like Nathan would use it and, and Nacho, I think too. I remember it's, it saved so much time. Yeah, in the long run, definitely. Yeah, like getting in the all beginning, the facial expressions. Yeah, and but yeah. in the beginning, I'm working on it, and it looks like I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah. And right. Ton is like, "What are you doing? Why are you not animating?" And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> I'm doing the foundation for it, and then you know, it yeah. will help us in the long run." And then he smacks me around, and you know, kicks but then, me up. But then it's so good to have you, Pablo, here for because you like in uh, at McGuff, you were using this kind of these kind of tools like constantly, right? Yeah, the the thing is like all these uh, add-ons will help in uh, be faster in the production, you know? So basically you need to uh, get a quota and at least time you, uh, the least time you spend in some stuff you will have at the end to polish all the animation and uh, make mm-hmm. it appealing and beautiful. And yeah. Yeah. Can we just sum it up what, what it kind of does? So Oh yeah, uh, I just realized we didn't know. actually yeah. explain what it is. Okay, so... Um, so you have a character, and let's just go with like facials because you know that's kind of easier to explain. Maybe so you have a character, and and um, you want to kind of model or you know with within the rig, you want to get him into him or her into this kind of smiley pose, and it's a very nice smiley pose, and it it feels like it's dead on. This is what the character looks like when they're smiling, but then there's like another pose where they're smiling more. So okay, so you you want that also. And at some point, you just kind of make this little library of what does the character look like angry and scared and all of, all of this stuff. How can you then use these poses easily when you're just animating and you're like, okay, right now, I just want that face right now. Uh, you know, that's where the post library comes in. Um, so you essentially, uh, the right now in Blender, you can just create a post library and you can name all the different poses and whatnot. And it'll create an action block where every single keyframe uh, is its own little uh, pose. Mm-hmm. So it'll save that data block. And then in your own file where you're animating, you can uh, you can just kind of link that file in, that data block of animation. And then you can use that to kind of add you know, that pose on top of it. And whatever is selected, whatever bones are selected, those are the ones that are going to get affected by it. Uh, problem is, it it didn't have any thumbnails, nothing like that. So it's just a big ass list of you know, <laughs> you know, scared three, uh, angry two, or whatever. And you didn't really know what you were gonna get because you have to kind of visualize it. So uh, Jasper, he had made this add-on uh, that was had this kind of little thumbnail library thing that was connected to it, and it was great. Um, but we, you know, we wanted, I want more, you know, I want <laughs> more features and more stuff in it. So I have uh, uh, recruited Sibren right now, and he's kind of sweating over the code right now. And uh, uh, he's talked to Jasper about it. And potentially, if this goes great, then it it should get back merged into Jasper's thing, mm-hmm. which would be pretty awesome. And then you know, it just should be on GitHub, and it's available to everyone. So this you know this is a thing that Spring will 
yeah. uh, update and give to the Blender community back. That's that's so cool because I mean I remember like in the past uh, projects that we we had here in the studio, there was always kind of the problem of like getting the character to feel the same across like a number of animators. Yeah. So sometimes someone would animate a character differently, and then the smile would be different or so, and it exactly. would just feel a bit disconnected. Yeah. Basically, the the post libraries are for that, you know, to keep a style. Yeah. On the animation and on the poses between different animators, because like this, otherwise, like every animator will make a different smile, mm-hmm. and the character will not be in character anymore. So, mm-hmm. I mean, doing that, you know that everybody is going to use the same smile. Later, of course, they have to um, adjust. Yeah, adjust you know. uh, mm-hmm. for the specific shot, but everybody goes from the same base of a smile, yeah. being mm-hmm. the same smile and being in the character. It's and uh, at McGuff, you did something that like I haven't thought of before, but, but it makes sense like to not only use it for facial expressions, but also for body poses. And that yeah, kind of we stuff. had uh, hands, we have uh, faces, and then some poses like sitting down. Mm. I mean, stuff that they will mm-hmm. take longer to do. Um, yeah, like totally. It's like you put you just click the sitting down pose, and the character is already sitting down. Mm-hmm. Of course, later you adjust it like to the different seat or whatever you want, but it will save some time that you could spend later. Mm-hmm. To yeah, it just you know on a on a very rudimentary level, it um, minimizes the the chances of two shots feeling very alien towards one another. Yeah, it just you know, so it's not like a foolproof way of getting everything hundred percent clicking together, no, no, no. but it increases the odds significantly enough that it's worth exploring and doing. Um, on a, on a bit of a technical side, you know, this is a little bit under the hood, but uh, some animators might, when they just dive into a rig, they might happen to use different bones than other animators. Right, yeah. And it might not be that obvious, like within maybe one pose or whatnot, but then as soon as he starts moving or whatnot, it just feels different. There's something weird going on compared to that other shot. And making sure everybody's using exactly the same bones for the same situations and similar poses, then it just kind of helps the flow of the animation. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. Um, There's one little feature that will be added um, and it looks like it's it's like eighty percent of the way there. Okay, I'm overstating it. Fifty percent of the way I there. Hear Sebron typing in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> furiously. So it is the feature of let's say you have like this beautiful array of all these thumbnails of different facial expressions, and um, let's say you already have a certain facial expression uh, on your character, and you want you know scared but with a hint of smile or something mm-hmm. like that. So now you could like just select the face, click scared, and now she gets all of that. But then like, I don't know, shift, click, uh, smile. And then you can like have a little slider from a zero to 100% and you just add a little bit of that smile. You know, and maybe you just choose only the mouth and, and you do that. So <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's something we've never had here. Yeah, it's to merge different expressions because yeah. uh, sometimes like, you don't smile. You're, yeah, you're I, that, that was a smile. That was a really bad example. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, smile yeah. can be with have a you bit ne- of angriness. Hey, come on. It's a, have you never been like, oh my God, I'm so afraid, but it's so fun. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or not. I don't know. Uh, but this is this is what you were you know using before you joined here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's really useful. Like, can add hints of another expression to the main expression. It will make that the variety of uh, expressions 
grows. Hmm, interesting. On that subject, how have you felt, this is another topic, about your transition from Maya to Blender? Awesome. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Man, that was yeah. succinct. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be positive. No, it was, uh, it was mm, great. I mean, it didn't, it was not, it, it was not too long. I, I guess like in one week or week and a half, I was already producing yeah. kind of in a good level. Of course, uh, it was also the week I start. Oh yeah. You were not here. I wasn't here. I just happened to go to CTN in LA, like mm -hmm. right when you started. And then on top of that, you you are a, a fresh father now. Yeah. And you were like the 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 clock was ticking yep. right at that moment. So at any moment you could get that you could get that call and yep. you just have to go home right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm related that you'd not been here. Uh, I had like it's the first time I was using Blender Rig, well, basically Blender because I just opened it once before for a weekend and that's it. Uh, Dedication. That's nice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was busy with all the parenting and well, like all the preparations. Uh, but you were not here, and uh, Blendrick has its own hiding stuff and uh, yeah, exactly. Like a special like kind of way to work with that I didn't know how to do it, so yeah. I just jump <laughs> in, uh, in into it, and I was like, the beginning was a little bit hell because I didn't know anything. Yeah. And later I was get I was get I was getting used to it, and later you came and you said, like, "But why why you do this and why you do that? If it, there is an easy way, easiest way to do it." And then I was like, "Oh, okay, then let's redo, I, I let's redo a stuff that I was uh, it was done already in a better way and an easier way." Yeah, this but is okay. the, this is what I was afraid of when yeah. I when I realized that uh, like that we booked the tickets to CTN way before all of this was supposed to happen. And then of course, like when I saw the dates on when you were arriving, it's like, oh no, like that's <laughs> very inconvenient. And, I, and there's no way of rescheduling anything. Yeah, so. yeah because yeah, basically uh, the problem was I started later because the baby was later in the <laughs> schedule. So yep. then, uh, yeah. There were claw marks on the way out. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining the podcast. <laughs> Speaking of uh, claw marks, claw marks <laughs> how's the birth of spring? Oh, <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. That was that one's wasn't so bad. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, it's it's something. <laughs> <laughs> you have an image I, I in your head, right? <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. Uh, okay. uh, it's going really well so far. I mean, I could just be totally like not seeing how bad it is right now. I, I'm trying to think of something right now. So mm -hmm. yeah, right now we uh, we kind of are in the middle of the last week of doing in uh, quotation marks uh, storyboards, mm -hmm. which were uh, basically us three, Pablo, me, Yalti, sitting down and drawing on a bunch of post-its um, mm -hmm. to figure out the the deeper story and the character development in the film because um when when i pitched this whole idea a couple of that was like months and months ago mm -hmm. last year um it was this very simple simple linear idea and i i like simple things because i th i thought like okay let's not make a film that's that complicated because we have done complicated things before and there are so many things in the story that are uh, hard to grasp or uh, they're, they're already amazing on themselves like visual ideas or so so let's not go too far with this 
of course, what happens if you uh, are working on a team? Uh, people say, hey, but the characters should actually do something here or there should be some <laughs> development in the character so we can actually relate to the character, which makes makes absolute sense. So uh, we, we all just, you know, had several looks at the at the whole story, and we were trying to figure out um, who this uh, the main uh, protagonist is. Spring, which in the beginning she was like a really complete blank slate, almost like you wouldn't. It's like a very happy child, yeah, but but nothing more than that, I guess. Yeah, and um, she was always supposed to be, you know, kind of the the audience uh, in that way. Like we're we're thrown into this strange world where. Um, where these seasonal changes happen because of some things. I'm, I'm trying to stay really awake here so we don't spoil anything. Mm. If you want to get spoiled, go to the cloud. Um, but, <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, it's this, it's this really strange world and we're kind of experiencing this world from the main character. Mm. And uh, so the, the character kind of has to stay sort of neutral or so, which is fine if you do something for like three minutes or so, kind of like a music video type yeah. of thing. Um, but yeah, we we thought, okay, let's inject a little bit of character motivation and some some at least some uh, progression throughout the film where she she actually changes a bit and she learns something. Um, so these were the, the the things that we were going for in the last couple of months, really. And like in the beginning, I was on my own. Which was really uh, a bit sad because I like <laughs> I was I was forced to get into this uh, kind of stance where I had to like, invent a motivation for the character, which I didn't really want. Mm. Um, so it was a bit it was really difficult. So I was I was really grateful for for you guys to join in like for the for for the full time, like not just for meetings every other week or so, mm. to, to figure out what actually happens. And and that's what we did. And I think right now we're like at a point where we where we screened the film to several other people, and also here in the studio at the weeklies. And we're mm. kind of okay with how it goes. So we we decided that next week we were diving into a rough layout. Yeah. So and then uh, from that that does two things actually. First, well, it'll just kick off the whole production where we can actually create sets and assets and that kind of stuff. But also, we we get more uh, um, more of a unified look for the whole film. Right now, like if you if you watch it on the cloud, it's it's this really really rough thing made out of hideous drawing in some, <laughs> some of my cases and, uh, and so many different styles so many different styles <laughs> so many different people drawing yeah, yeah. and uh, we early on we we thought okay let's like get let's get a story artist to to work on this stuff but the problem is that we like we can't get someone for that period of time like it would be it would be someone too, it's too expensive and, yeah. and you, if you get somebody here for one week it's just not enough in to work week, with us and yeah, yeah you can't do anything in one week you need like a full month to like yeah. be able to work and contribute in this whole story and in the beginning I was trying to do it myself kind of really crappily drawing it in, in first post-its and then grease pencil and then kind of layout-ish mm. sort of stuff which was really really slow and clunky mm. and then like when we decided to to change the, the story a bit more dramatically we decided to for, which was a great decision uh, to to go back to post-its and keep let's okay let's keep it really crappy but let's enable us to make more uh, more 
rapid changes to this thing. Yeah, yeah and being like a so scratchy will allow us to uh, change ideas faster yeah. and uh, get rid of stuff without feel that we were putting too much on it. Like, I mean, mm. too much time on it. So it was like everything faster and everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it was, we try a lot of ideas and then some of them, they stay or there was other ones. They just went to the graveyard. Yeah. yeah. And we, graveyard. We, we had a great question on the cloud. I think uh, in some uh, version of the, the animatic, uh, it was like, why don't you do this in grease pencil? Um, First, the like I can't really draw on a tablet that well, but also I think it's it's in grease pencil. When I try to do it, it's it's just a long setup time. You need to define a palette. You need to kind of make a rough set to to be able to do camera moves and that kind of stuff. To you know, you the, these are great things. You know, mm. doing camera moves and stuff is is awesome, especially on a two D drawing. But then you're you're spending a lot of time just to try something out and that was just blocking me for weeks and then I I was told like okay this doesn't work make it different and I was like oh I worked on this for a week yeah. no uh, not yeah. different no <laughs> yeah and and also the the thing is about these post-its is um it's actually great because you can put them on a wall and yeah. you can have a bunch of people standing in front of it and you can look at it mm. physically <laughs> which and is point to it yeah and point to things yeah. and it's so cool to to see the entire film that you're making on a wall in yeah. front of you that just makes it like the first time we had that like fully there it was like hey yeah that's the thing this is act one two three whatever uh this this is how it works and i think it's just it's just a great tool to you know to to communicate with each other even though like they the drawings are not good enough to communicate outside of the studio. I think inside here, mm. we kind of know what we're going for right now. Yeah, so, yeah I agree yeah. for the most part. I mean, that's that's the tricky part, right? It's It needs to communicate, but not to everybody. Like your grandmother shouldn't be able to like watch this and understand everything fully. Well, I mean, ideally it would be great. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but it's just like not a practical <laughs> yeah. thing, you know? Um, so what we're aiming at is that internally it makes sense and... Um, and it makes sense well enough also that people can make comments on it. Mm. You know, that's like, that's also the thing, getting feedback on it internally yeah. and then working from there. Yeah. I mean, right now it's really difficult to kind of see that. Uh, the last weekly we had was really, was really great. Um, we didn't have so many external visitors. So that was uh, like the, the one before that we actually had like five people coming from, from all over the place uh, and giving feedback, which was really great. Last week was uh, was different because it was the first time we had the whole film kind of roughly assembled, and mm. I managed to knock off two days uh, for making a temp sound edit. And like we've never seen this thing with sound, and I didn't even know how like if it would play in that rhythm um, mm. you know, as a film. And I don't we know. even got an amazing Italian composer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Francesco Sidi. Ah, yeah. 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 Great, great, great guy. Amazing. <laughs> no, uh, Fra yeah, Francesco and I, we, uh, we, we talked about uh, like doing a temp score and so on. And Francesco was great to, you know, sacrifice his evenings for this <laughs> and, and record something. He's a great piano player. So uh, he is, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome to just have something that, I mean, it's it serves as a template, and it kind of sells the the mood that we're going for. Yeah, it strikes that tone. Yeah, and in the past, we always had to do that with like uh, soundtracks from other films and that mm. kind of stuff. So we were never able to share those on the cloud, and 
I think that's really great that we have something we can just show to like post it there and uh, and get feedback. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That that was uh, the, if I just think back on the agent, for example, I was using a lot of different temp scores from. Uh, I think a lot of them were from Casino Royale. Yeah, but it was a bit of a mixture, mm-hmm. and you know it served its purpose to to strike the tone. And internally, that's great because then at least like everybody's on the same page on where we are with the tone. Uh, and then when it came to the cloud, I always had to export without sound, yeah, because you know like there's copyright stuff and all that. Uh, but like if you if you go to a big ass studio, like that's still what they do. Like they put temp music and sound and everything, yeah. And then that's just an internal thing. It's just yeah. a work in progress. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's it's great as long as you don't use the temp score to kind of communicate with a composer. Yeah, then it's a bit misleading because I mean that's a whole other issue. Yeah, but but just to get the the tempo during editing, that's mm-hmm. so helpful. Really. Yeah, it's, it was when I saw it with with sound, it was like totally different. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was clicking more. It was like, yeah. I think yeah. you you kind of like the thing that was different for me was that now it's kind of a film, whereas before it was just disconnected images like a slideshow or so. Yeah. So I think in that regard it helps. Like I I definitely want to keep the soundtrack updated and uh, and and keep keep it as we go, mm. uh, because next week we're going to push 3D models around. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of those, uh, Julian, you have been making uh, a beast of yeah. some sort for this project. And back at the sculpting for the characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that happened with uh, like uh, shifting uh, some story beats and stuff like that. Andy approached me with uh, a sketch yeah. for the new uh, alpha creature. Let's let, Let's explain what that is because I mean, it's kind of a uh, alpha, what is that? Um, I didn't want yeah. to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, no, no. It's just like like we're talking. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about in these really vague terms right now. So uh, basically, uh, Spring is kind of a shepherd, and she has a herd of sheep. The sheep are very different and strange, and the sheep have like they're these creatures, and the creatures have an alpha creature. It's not like an alpha male. It's Mm-hmm. Alpha something something I don't know. It's like the, like it's, the leader. Of the yeah, pack it's the leader almost. of the of the whole herd, mm. and that's that's the thing that she needs to convince to do stuff or or do something. Yeah, mm. I, don't, I want to keep it vague. <laughs> so this alpha creature. Both yeah, this alpha creature. Um, before it was uh, only a, a very yeah rather quick sculpting. It looked kind of Leviathan, almost Lovecraftian. It was pretty creepy. Um, so yeah, we tried to go into a bit of a different direction, but I feel like I, I will, I'm always on the different side of the spectrum. I tend to make things much more cute than they are supposed mm-hmm. to do, supposed to be. But that's so, great. Like yeah, that's why yeah. I wanted you to We do need it. to find the balance. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Andy approached me with a, um, with an idea. Okay. What if we, um, make the creature look a bit more like a moth? He looked up some some uh, images of uh, poodle yeah, moths. Of poodle moths, yeah, yeah re- really cute little creatures, and yeah. So I started just uh, playing around with model a bit, sculpting, and made a really cute little uh, alpha creature. It's not so little. It's, not so little. it's, it's, yeah. not, it's, it's like 150 meters yeah. high, but yeah, yeah. It, from from the viewport, if you don't know how big it actually it, it is, uh, it, it kind of looks like a little creature. That was also yeah. maybe a bit of the problem as well. The 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 concept developed 
more and more over the last uh, couple of weeks. And we kept putting more and more uh, animal inspirations in there. Like there's a crab, a lobster, uh, yeah. these um, bioluminescent uh, squids and yeah, all kinds of things. Yeah, I think there was like porcupine. Because oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, just on, on a basic level, these creatures, they're supposed to be these a bit dumb, mm. like a bit like cows, a bit like sheep. They're, uh, they have really, really uh, long legs, so they mm -hmm. walk on force, but they have long legs, so their bodies reach up high into the clouds. And uh, they have these really long spikes on their whole body, and that's how they kind of uh, communicate, by making sounds with those spikes. I think that's yeah. kind of the like main... banging them together. Yeah, mm -hmm. kind of like the main premise, like a big, uh, like a big wind chime or so almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but also the, the long legs, that was also one thing where... We didn't really know how that would work. Just we, we knew the alpha creature at some point would have to uh, like, uh, like sit down or like yeah. bow down to the ground level to meet spring. I was dreading that because I mean, they're, the yeah. legs are like 100 meters long. How do yeah, you they're going up into the clouds. You can't really make them out. You just see the legs. And okay, how do we uh, make that? How, how do they actually move? Um, and then I um, remembered that Yeah, I, I found these uh, images of spider crabs, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which are really horrifying creatures. Yeah, <laughs> uh, big. Yeah, just normal crabs, but with um, like 20 times the length for their legs mm. and uh, claws. <laughs> yeah, there's that photo of the yeah, one guy what, holding on. Oh, the oh, diver man. who's in this little pool and he's hugging, oh, no. hugging the crab, <laughs> oh. and the. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so creepy, but yeah, it was the perfect uh, inspiration just of how the the joints uh, are supposed to bend or how this creature could crouch down to mm. the ground level without uh, uh, getting in its own way or uh, bumping into everything in the in the environment. Something that yeah. could actually work. <laughs> yeah, I especially from the animation point of view, I think that's going to be really interesting. Yeah. I, I hope we'll have a rig soon that you mm. guys can test out some things because, I mean, this these things are not supposed to move like a crab. They're kind of more majestic in a way. <laughs> where they walk sideways. <laughs> like a majestic crab. Like a majestic crab, <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, or like... I, I was thinking, like, if you watch, like, a, a from a distance, a herd of giraffes or elephants, they're really, really okay. slow, majestic steps. Yeah, yeah. they're almost going like in pairs with the the feet or leading with the with one of the hind legs first. And so, with um, if I remember correctly, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, elephants usually like there's there's always at least one foot that is planted. Yeah, uh, because they like they can't jump or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like they can't actually run. It's like a fast walking, mm -hmm. rather. Yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing something like something that. Something like that. And yeah. when they are slow, uh, they are just like almost like yeah. giraffes or so. I, I, mm. at least that's the image I have in my head. But, but yeah. So and of course they are really tall. So a, a slow walk for them is like really fast for us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean their legs are huge, so their stride needs to be actually kind of tiny. Yeah. yeah. From their point of view. Yeah. So they're just kind of tiptoeing around. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's uh, sounds majestic. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it just comes from this idea that, uh, like, that was the the first idea that I had for this film, which is this. Like, I remember we we're driving around on the Dutch countryside, and the the Netherlands are really flat, and you mm. see these big clouds hanging 
above uh, above the landscape. And uh, like we were thinking, oh, what wouldn't be fun if the clouds were sheep with like really tiny long legs and just like yeah. walking around there and doing their uh-huh. thing. So yeah, that's kind of the this feeling I still want to go for this kind of whimsical children esque thing. But then if you look closer, they're not whimsical at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, like they, he, they were kind of cuddly when I first started with them. Like yeah, a yeah. fluffy little bug that you just want to give a hug. Yeah. Well, if you look, even if you look at butterflies from a distance, it's like, oh, yeah. they're so beautiful. And then the closer you get, the more of that yuck factor, you know. Yeah. You know of course, you know, insects are beautiful and all that, but man, like you get yeah, that. with that big trunk as well. Y- yeah, so you get that gut reaction of, oh, what is this? <laughs> but from a distance, it's gorgeous. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Is that something you're going for? I mean, I, I, I saw the photo of the poodle moth, by the way. Yeah. It was this weird sensation of, um, you know, like I, I do get a, a bit of that gut reaction disgust when I see uh, insects close up. Yeah. But at the same time, I had the awe factor. So mm-hmm. It was a weird mix because it's this fluffy, hairy, you want to give it a hug, but yeah, yeah it's, it's really. Not. Inter- <laughs> I, I thought it's really interesting if you look at videos or something when someone is holding like a big moth and it's uh, mm. walking around on your on your fingers, but it looks so fluffy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just, it must be so comfortable to hold, but yeah. at, the, at the same time, it moves like an insect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope we're, we can still go for this kind of uh cute feeling of course um you you had some uh, uh exchange with david also to mm. uh, to modify the design slightly yeah there was quite some modification yeah, we, we removed the the big front eyes which i think uh are good because it kind of makes it a bit more neutral yes. because i mean also these creatures are supposed to be kind of uh, these deities or so mm. that like you don't you're not sure what like what allegiance they have or so mm-hmm. so you're you're not supposed to be like ah mm-hmm. but it's some something a bit more that's like um producing some kind of awe effect or so yeah mm-hmm. i mean yeah. one one inspiration that you uh, named that is always sticking in, in my head is mm-hmm. like the the forest god from uh, princess mononoke oh yeah right just yeah. uh it is also an awe-inspiring creature and very neutral, also very slow and majestic just in how it walks. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I feel like that is the sweet spot that we are aiming at. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he's he's not Totoro. He is no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I've seen some of the different uh, kind of versions that we've had. And I, I always found it kind of interesting. It's that difference between uh, prey and predator. Yes. The position of the eyes. So like the closer they are together and more in front, the yeah. more of a predator-like animal you have. But then also because we are used to it, we're like, we have it in the front, uh, we get more of a relationship with it. And the more it gets pushed off to the side, you know, and then you get closer to like a flock animal or like, you know, you yeah. have like a horse or a cow or, or sheep or something. And you, your perception on their intelligence lowers, <laughs> you know, like you feel like they're dumber. If that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I really like that point from from David uh, that he made with uh, predator eyes because mm. my my thoughts were the entire time just on, okay, I want to have something that looks a bit more familiar, something that uh, is not really so off-putting if you look at it, mm. just uh, something that you can relate to. But yeah, at the same time, it is staring at you with these big, 
potentially red glowing eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Just put a human head on top of it. Under yeah, it'll yeah. be fine. It'll be that fine. That won't be creepy at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess red eyes is like a little bit too yeah. deadly, evil kind of a thing. Yeah, that's that's true. Like in the beginning, we were thinking uh, this might be some kind of, it's a special one. So this is albino. So it has white fur and red eyes. Yeah. Um, but I, I totally see that point. Red eyes maybe make it too menacing. So I'm in my in my mind it's still kind of a soft uh bluish uh, white kind of glow mm. that the eyes have. Mm, albino with blue eyes. That's kind mm. of pretty. <laughs> Sounds pretty at least. Yeah. We'll Speaking see. of pretty, Daniel M. Lara uh, has made a blog post on the cloud which is all about Hero and it's kind of an update on the different stuff that they're doing for that project. That's another open movie that is being made currently Dude, in Spain. The animation, like the, the 2D animation quali quality that they're putting out there is insane. It looks great. I just, I love it. And it's so like, in the end, you wouldn't know that this was 3D or so or made yeah. made in Blender even. It's just yeah. like this really perfect combination of of tools i'm excited I'm yeah excited I'm, I'm also excited but i also feel like crap because we're the other open movie yeah and we haven't like our drawings aren't as good as they oh no so hopefully we'll be we will we'll be able to make up for that in a couple of months mm -hmm. maybe this is uh, is kind of those things of the grass is green on the other side um that like you know i'm ex i'm on some level i'm more excited about seeing their final product than ours because I feel like I'm on the inside of ours and then you know yeah. it's like I don't know it's uh, I'm I, at the same time like I just checked their uh, attract page yeah. because I've been today I've been adding all the the shots that we we have to attract just to count them and to make to prepare the layout for next week like their attract page is like I don't know like 40 60 shots 30 30 40 shots or so okay so it's not too bad but it's also like it's not a feature film mm. and we have 140 <gasps> <laughs> so how long is their thing again i don't remember two minutes three minutes something like that yeah yeah and Maybe. our thing right now is it's eight minutes 20 yeah, something 820 yeah and that's not including like credits and all the, that the long stuff. credits at the end no yeah. Okay. The wall of text. The wall of text <laughs> yeah. is still still like one minute extra, maybe, but okay. yeah, it's not one character minute. animation. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, it's it's really really daunting. Yeah. Like just from this little tiny idea to this full blown 140 <laughs> shots. Okay, we gotta divide it up somehow and do it or or simplify it, which mm -hmm. is still an option if we can't get like the funding for this whole thing. We have to get the scissors and kind of cut it down yeah. again. It's a bit of a shame. I mean, we we kind of, you know, we're hoping right now that we will get some extra money from, uh, for example, the Netherlands Film Fund. Yeah. And I mean, of course, we every every time <laughs> we do one of these, we're hoping. But, you know, it's not a guarantee at all. And and in some cases, um, like for the agent, we didn't have it. Uh, Dweeps, of course, we got nothing. Um and you know, in some cases, they're like, "It's not Dutch enough." Well, the agent, come on, man, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty Dutch. <laughs> well, that was because it's it's not a short film. Oh yeah, that's right. Like the, yeah, yeah. It's like a, just finding another criteria to reject that. That's, that's all right. Yeah. We we still love you. But it's their right. rejection letter right now, which is good, yeah. takes a really long time. So we might get a really really nice rejection. Oh, that's oh. nice. Yeah. Yeah. like those little doodles in the corners. Oh, it's nice. That's so cool. cool. Yeah. Yep. 
So, um, yeah, we, and we also had that just to mention it. Uh, it's kind of an interesting tidbit for the Cosmos laundromat. We were talking about that today. Uh, so originally, essentially what, what we made was chapter one and then chapter two was actually supposed to be a part of that. And that, that is all about what happens in that forest that he finds himself in. And that kind of, and it like goes through all the different stuff that happens in the forest and it concludes that. And in that, we have another character. We had the voice actress doing all the things. We had the models, rigs, everything ready. Yeah. Even the, like the concept art, everything's uh, like the lighting even. I like remember we, kinda... we did like animation tests for that even. Yeah, exactly. Sarah animated one scene between Frank and Tara. Yeah. And yeah, we just didn't uh, didn't get the film fund that we thought or we hoped that we would get. So we ended uh, we ended up having to make a decision: do we like lower the quality on every level and just stretch ourselves really thin to try to mm-hmm. you know make the entire thing, or should we just like trim off uh, the second half and just try to do as you know the higher quality but shorter thing? And you know that's of course what we ended up with. How long is Cosmos Laundromat right now? It's 11 minutes. 11 minutes, okay. Like that, yeah. yeah. And then the, um, from from like the last layout that included the second chapter, I, if I remember correctly, it was somewhere in between 16 and 17 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's quite a shame. Uh, it's almost quarter mm-hmm. of a full feature film. Yeah. And then, you know, no, that's... No, no, isn't. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, according to the uh, Oscars, I guess the Academy, it's anything above 40, mil, uh, 40 minutes. Okay. It's considered a feature film. Um, I was like years ago for, for whatever reason, I was like reading some of the fine print because there's always like these weird definitions because yeah. lines have to be drawn. And that was the definition of a feature film back in those days. Uh, I don't know if they, you know, maybe they updated it or something. But still, if you released a 42-minute film and it got nominated as a best feature film, wouldn't it feel weird? Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. really short and down mm-hmm. to the point. Yeah. Like, like boy meets girl, falls in love, they get married. That's it's kind of it. We ran out of time. I'm so sorry. But, you know, it's, it's very happy. It's, it's very charming. No struggle. No external motivation, no yeah. antagonism. But you can do it in 10 seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a 10, 10 second shorts. We, should, we can do it. Yeah, let's just trim everything down into mm-hmm. the bare essentials and then uh, people will blink and they'll miss like half the movie yeah. while blinking. Oh, yeah, we gotta, you gotta make the shots breathe. Gotta make it... Yeah, know, especially with, with something like Spring, which is mm-hmm. very atmospheric and very... You know, majestic, and you want to take your time with those shots and be there. Exactly. Of course, that's kind of an artsy thing to say. I realize that because I mean, yeah, let's make the shot longer and so <laughs> make it more artistic. But did, your, the, did the frame of your glasses become a little bit thicker? Yeah, and so it's very yeah, arty. Constant, it's very hipstery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I I have high hopes that we can still pull this off. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. And on that note. Uh, there are no questions, right? Uh, no. So Why should not? we maybe keep this one just short and sweet? Yeah. Yeah, right. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I will just say goodbye then. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Goodbye. goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to the Blender Anime Studio Podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Are you feeling the flamethrower fatigue? Try an alternative on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org.